Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Beer Nuts, a weekly excursion into the world of craft beer. Brought to you by MichiganBeerGuide.com. And now, here are the Beer Nuts. Okay, welcome to Beer Nuts, episode 137. Uh, JR here, we have a great episode here of Hops Down Under. Beers brewed with hops from New Zealand and Australia. So, uh, JR here, and uh, I'm going to pull up my untap, but I can tell you that just about an hour ago, I stopped by Old Bisbee Brewing. And had their double hopped IPA, which was my last uh, check-in on Untapped. It was very good from the source in Bisbee, Arizona. So let's uh, introduce the rest of our beer nuts tonight. We'll go uh, to Los Angeles. Welcome back, Steve V. Hello, everybody. Uh, my last Untap was uh, from Flying Dog Brewery. It was the Raging Bitch Belgium IPA. Uh, it was very, very good. I, I liked it. It's uh, has nice flavor to it. Great, and then we're going to head back to Michigan to dugout. Welcome back, dugout. Thank you very much. Uh, my last untapped check-in was uh, Benjamin Danklin from uh, Fatheads Brewery out of Ohio, and a really nice IPA. It's a great name and a great brewery. Uh, and then finally to Greg and Dearborn. Hey guys, uh, Greg here. My last untapped check-in was from Turning Point Beer out of Dallas, Texas, called Peach Scone. It's their Berliner Weiss with uh, tons of peach and apricot puree, and it was super tasty. All right, some great beers there and some great beers to come for sure. So uh, before we get into everything, we always want to invite everybody to please enjoy a beer with us. We're not pretentious, beer snobs. We just want to introduce more good people to more good beer. So hopefully, uh, if you're not driving, crack open a cold one and kick back and have one with us. So uh, for this week's quote of the week, we're going to Steve V out in L.A. So take it away, Steve. 
Uh, yeah, I came across this quote um, on a, a t-shirt at a rock and brew in the city of Downey. Quote is, beer will change the world. I don't know how, but it will. And that's the great mystery. A lot of faith. You don't know how, but it will. And like it does every day. It's like believing in God. Amen to that. All right. Well, let's get down to things because I think we're all thirsty. And I'm excited for this because one of my favorite hops is Galaxy. And also Nelson Salvin, two of my favorites. But we're going to have Doug out start the show because he has uh, experienced some great success homebrewing beers with some hops from down under. So I think it's totally appropriate that he leads off the show and uh, can share with us some of the knowledge he's uh, acquired through home brewing with these types of hops. So uh, take it away, Doug. Out. All right, we got to hit pause here a second. I had a little bit of a flow over that I haven't cleaned up. Hey, when that happens. Yeah, well, it's near computers and devices. So. Oh, red alert! Red alert! Party foul. Yep. So. Chris, you'll be editing this out. Uh, I think you should leave it in. <laughs> it makes adds, it sound professional. Adds to the uh, like the reality show thing. Well, you probably could hear me cracking open. This My beer friend. went down under. Right, yeah, cool. I might as well pour this one. It's the good thing. I keep a roll of paper towels. That's a good idea. Just guy. for the just for the show. Keebler cleanup aisle too. Yeah. <laughs> Keebler went to bed. Oh, it is late. Yes. <laughs> is is that like keeping a set of uh, feathers for just in case of emergency? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm back. All right. No. No. Nothing on the computers. Good. All right. So this is Dugout. I'm here in Clawson, Michigan. And uh, my first beer that I'm going to review tonight is uh, one of two. It's, uh, I've got a commercial beer, and then I've got a homebrew beer. Uh, the first one I'm doing is commercial beer. It's from Stillwater Brewing, and I believe they're out of Maryland. Um, Oklahoma, isn't it? No, no, they're East Coast. Um, we, we've reviewed some of their stuff before. I believe uh, the Summer Drinker series that we did last year um, was uh, Stillwater's. Um, they do a uh, sake-style saison that is incredible. So this, is, this beer is called uh, Remember Me, and it is a double IPA that is... Double dry hopped with um, with Citra and uh, Nelson Savine. So Nelson are the uh, Nelson is the um, New Zealand hops. This guy pours a uh, kind of a hazy orange juicy color. Uh, nice little frothy head there. It's um, pretty hazy uh, as most New England styles are. I mean the, the the nose on this is, uh, you get a lot of fruit here, a lot of citrus. <clears throat> right. And um, get some pineapple smell off of this, too. Really nice. It's just a mild bitter finish to it, but very much a uh, 
a juicy beer, juicy New England style. Uh, the Nelson has sort of a um, almost a white wine grape flavor to it, and uh, it's beautiful added into uh, a dry hop or uh, done in a New England style. Um, I had actually made a root IPA that was all Nelson hops, and that came out fantastic. So big fan of these hops. They're um, they're dual use. So they come in at about fourteen percent alpha, so you can use them for bittering and um, as well as for dry hopping. Um, so I'm pretty partial to Stillwater beers. I mean, these guys do fantastic stuff. They don't have the um, greatest distribution in the world. Uh, I don't even think they have their own facility. They're somewhat of a gypsy brewer, and they just kind of have to brew where they can find space to brew. But they do a fantastic job. The beer labels are fun. This is just a clean, completely silver can with a little little checkbox on a blue checkbox that says, Remember Me. Um, they're a little on the pricier side. I think they paid $5 for a 16-ounce can, and I know in the past uh, I've had this beer before, and it was somewhere in that $18 to $20 range for a four-pack. So, uh, But honestly, if you guys see a beer, this beer, I'd pick it up. I think it's fantastic. Um, I think they've done a great job using these uh, Nelson Savine and mixing them in with Citra, and the blend is fantastic. Just really an all-around great, easy-drinking beer. Sounds great, and yes, you have educated me. I guess I always thought Stillwater was from Oklahoma because there is a town of Stillwater, Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma State is based there. But indeed, I looked up, and it says Baltimore, Maryland for Stillwater, but it also says they have brews, beers that have been brewed in 12 countries. So, as you said, they're gypsy. That's their gypsy brewing. So they're kind of fun. They do a lot of different stuff, but what they do is quality. Well, I'll be looking for that one. That sounds fantastic. Anybody else had it? No, but it sounds fantastic. For sure. Well, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to Dugout's next beer because it's one of his home brews, and I've really enjoyed some of the brews, and uh, looking forward to some of his insight on uh, the, the, hop pro, uh, the flavor profiles of those hops. But uh, So it's time for me to go next, and uh, I know I'm kind of in a rut here with these Tombstone beers, but Actually, I looked to try to find a, a different brand uh, just to diversify a little bit. And um, recently, Tombstone brewed their first ever batch of uh, beers from Hops Down Under. Um, and they call this particular beer Southern Hemisphere IPA. Hemisphere IPA. It's a 7.1 IPA. IPA. So I'm going to uh, pour this pour now. This now. I have to confess. I've already done that. So uh, this beer is uh, hazy, uh, light yellow, light gold in color, pale gold, um, more yellow than orange. Um, really, really excellent lacing on the glass. I've only taken about two sips out of this. The uh, head was about two fingers when I poured it, and there's still a, a, a white wafer over everything. And a tremendous lacing here. Great job by the brewers here, and uh, also a testament to my beer clean glass, thank you, which we recently had a beer clean glass day uh, on social media, I saw a lot of people, anyway, back to the beer, so definitely tasting or smelling on the aroma, uh, a nice kind of like uh, maybe a drier 
hop, uh, less fruity than I'm used to. Um, so before I taste this, I'm going to do what I love to do and read from the can. It says, we are obsessed with the quality of our raw ingredients, which is why we only started brewing beers with Nelson and Galaxy Ops very recently. It took us years to find a supplier whose hops were up to our standards, but now that we have one, we decided to make an IPA featuring exclusively Southern Hemisphere hops. This hazy, juicy IPA is bright, refreshing, and bursting with New Zealand Nelson's unique gooseberry and white wine character, in addition to Australian Galaxy's unique passion fruit and citrus character. So there you have it. So I'm going to taste this beer. One sip wasn't enough. I had to take another. It's delicious. It's delicious. It's got the, a, a little bit of that gooseberry and white wine, but uh, definitely getting a little bit more fruit than I got on the nose. A little bit of that passion fruit, but still uh, you got that like nice lighter, like a lighter mouthfeel um, and uh, a nice bitter hot finish. And not too bitter, but uh, it just leaves a tr uh, really nice, delightful bitter hop flavor at the end that I really enjoy. So, yeah, you start out with that, get a little bit of that white whiny uh, gooseberry flavor, and then it transitions. The fruit comes out, and then it kind of levels out into a little bit of bitterness at the end. It's a, it's a delightful beer. Um, I can't get over uh, the appearance of it with a, the, the great lacing and uh, how beautiful a beer this is. It is not, you cannot see through it. It's uh, hazy enough that it will block light. Um, but again, it's like a very light yellow, almost uh, more, much more yellow than gold, uh, golden yellow. Uh, really impressive with it. Really impressed. It's got that nice juicy, uh, great light mouthfeel. And uh, I'm sure every one of you, I wish, wish I could share it with you. So uh, the, the, Later in the show, I'll be reviewing their other beer, which is the same beer, only a double IPA. So just uh, keeping that in mind, you know, I have no trace of really no alcohol burn at all in this. And it's it's over seven, so it's just a, a very uh, well-constructed beer. And uh, as you heard from the review on the can, you know, they uh, are very particular about uh, ingredients and uh, quality. And uh, another winner from these guys, uh, you know, just... Can't say enough good things about Tombstone Brewing, and glad that in my craft beer desert where I live now in Arizona, at least I have one fantastic brewery within driving distance. All right, well, uh, I don't think any other beer nuts have tasted this, so I might have to get a box headed up to Uncle Pete for to him to share with you guys. Oh, Certainly yeah. try to put one of the double IPAs in, and this is my last of the IPA, but... In keeping with uh, dugouts, wishes I got, I stocked up on the double. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we roll. <laughs> that's how we roll. Well, I have a six right. one. You can do, do a double. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great minds think alike, or drink alike. <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, who's up next? I believe Steve V is up next. So let's go to California. Okay. Well. Today, uh, my choice uh, is from the Almanac Beer Company. Uh, they've been around since 2010. They're up from the Bay Area, Alameda, San Francisco area. Um, the beer I got is their Wakatu Sour. Um, it's on the bottle, says here, it's a sour blonde ale aged 
in wine barrels and dry hopped with Bokatu. Um, it's a 7%. And, um, and then in the description, it says that the uh, this New Zealand-born hop prized for its floral and citrusy aromics. Its relative classic Halleratru hops is light on bitterness and often used in clean German-style lagers. Um, I've already poured it. It pours a uh, actually comes out a nice head. It's uh, kind of like a looks like a like a hazy IPA, but smelling it, it's got that uh, got that wine smell like a, you would get from a sour. Um, it's really tart <laughs> as my mouth puckers up, uh, but it's uh, it's enjoyable. Um, Getting kind of uh, kind of a lemony taste to it, and uh, and then part of the description has like that uh, it's kind of tastes like a dry wine, white wine, and I get that a lot. So if you're kind of a uh, uh, if you're looking for a cross, if you're a wine drinker and you're looking to cross over to beer, this is probably a good uh, stepping stone for you. Um, or if you wanted to impress somebody if you're a beer drinker and go the other way, I guess this would. Work just as well, um, but uh, but yeah, very um, very tart. Like I says, I'm I'm not a sour guy, but I would drink that. That's not that's it's not too bad, not too too bad on the tart side. And, and Almanac sure knows how to make them tart. I can <laughs> I can I can relate to that. I've had quite a few of theirs, and and they are parkerable for sure. Yeah, that first taste that first taste got me pretty good. <laughs> yeah, certainly if you're not used to it, boy, it'll it'll get your attention, but uh, they're always good, that's for sure. But uh, but no, I, I would I would highly suggest uh, if you can find this is it's very good. Very very good tasting beer. I liked it. Well, and uh, I've used uh Lakatu hops before. Um, I don't know if any of you guys had tried a beer that I had done called uh, Reverse Mullet. It was a uh, dank New England IPA, and uh, that did feature Wakatu hops. And yeah, they, it really brings uh, the lemon and particularly lime flavors out in the hop. It's it's quite nice, uh, really nice to use in a lager. I mean, it amplifies that citrus flavor big time. Yeah, yeah almanac uh, almanac is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> uh, give me some uh, tums or roll aids when I'm gonna. Crack one of those, but uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty pretty happy that you uh, shared a sour because I wouldn't have thought, you know, for this episode uh, there would be many sours out there brewed with these types of hops. But great uh, tie-in to the white wine flavor that the Nelson Saw Bean uh, brings to the table. So uh, pretty uh, good job by their brewers to uh, recognize that and, and brew a sour those types of hops and. Yeah, I, so, I guess with the, the citrusy and, you know, they went with some tangerine and pineapple flavor. And um, so, yeah, it, it works well. It's, it's 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 really good. And I'm not a big sour guy, but I, I like to taste that. A lot, of, a lot of my issues with the sours is that they, a lot of them come in large format bottles. And, uh, you know, I can't, I can only go so far uh, where that sourness, you know, brings on heartburn. But... Uh, nothing, nothing you can't uh, plan ahead for with some tubs or roll aids. But that sounds like a good one, and I wish I were there to enjoy it with you. Yeah, good one, Steve. 
ChristopherMedia.net. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. ChristopherMedia.net. All right, well, uh, let's go over to Greg. I'm sure he's thirsty. What you got, uh, Chris? Little, Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so uh, I am uh, going with a beer out of Texas, much like the one I uh, last untech, uh, checked into untapped here. Mine is from uh, Celestial Beer Works. This is their Odysseus, uh, their triple IPA uh, with Vic's Secret. Ooh or Victoria's Secret, and Citra. Comes in at 10% ABV. Uh, no IVUs, because apparently you get no IVUs by doing a dry hop only. Uh, came in a 16-ounce can, and I picked it up from a buddy down in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so I appreciate him sending this up. Uh, first appearance. Um, hazy as can be. Of course, I've had a little bit here, so I'll admit to that. But uh, when she poured, uh, she had uh, very white, compact-type bubbles. Um, it's uh, clinging to the glass nicely as a 10% would it, that you expect. So at the smell here, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, sweet stone fruit, pineapple, and that's one of the traits traits to uh, Vic Secret is a lot of pineapple. Um, 
And they'd say it's a lighter version of Galaxy Hops. So, um, boy, that's that's when I pick it up. A lot of sweetness, you know, a little bit of acidity from that pineapple. So, uh, let's get a taste here. Uh, more of that sweetness. There's a, uh, I do a little burp there, excuse me. There's a, a light uh, to slight medium bitterness to it. Uh, for a 10%er, this drinks, you know, scarily smooth. I don't even know if scarily is a word, but I'll, I'll use it anyway. But, you know, she drinks really smooth. Um, has a great mouthfeel to it. Super smooth on the back end. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's perfect. It is one perfect triple IPA. I love this. I, and, you know, I've had quite a few from Celestial now and, and Turning Point, both out of Dallas-Fort Worth. They're doing some great work down there in Texas. And I certainly uh, recommend anybody that wants to seek it out and try to give it a try. So I'm sure everybody here has not had it yet. So, but like I said, seek it out. Very good. Odysseus. Cheers. What's not to like? That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Ten percent, or that'll uh, help you sleep well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Among other things, but yes, it will. All right. Well, uh, now that each of us has had an opportunity to have a beer, we're going to open it up for any beer news. Our uh, hipster tis- hipsters hipster segment of the show. Easy for me to say. And I believe Steve has news for us from California. Uh, yes, um, I guess uh, back in the day over here in the West Coast, uh, a big uh, uh, California's uh, one of the best-selling beer was a beer called Lucky Lager. Um, it was out of a San Leandro-based uh, 21st Amendment brewery, and uh, they were brewing from 1933 to 1978, and then basically just had to root it. And so recently, uh, Paps. Uh, it's going to pair up with them, and they're going to start brewing the uh, uh, 2019 version of the Lucky Lager. So I guess you can look for that. Any of those old-time drinkers, uh, you know, want to be a little nostalgic and find some old beer that they used to drink when they were uh, youngins, uh, can, can seek that one out. All right, good to have uh, an old an old friend back in the fold here. Speaking of that, Michigan guys, did, wasn't there a beer that brewed Detroit is brewing now that was an old favorite from Detroit? I saw it in the news. I'm not sure how much of a favorite it was, but it's uh, Alti's, Alti's it. beer. Alti's. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. most of the people I know that are in the area here and that are probably around my age, you know, that was their father's beer, just have horrible memories of it. Um, <laughs> just, just the worst swill imaginable. So hopefully they tweak the recipe. Uh, it's kind of funny. It becomes like an eight or $9 six pack, you know? So, um, <laughs> I mean, I might try one from a single shelf. I'm sure that, uh, unfortunately uncle Pete's not with us tonight, but uh, I'm sure uncle Pete would know of Alti's beer. Yeah. Well, we'll have to make a mental note next time he's on. We'll, Ask him about that. I'm sure he'll have a, a better review than you do, Dugout, because he has a he's a very proud Michigander, and uh, brewing history is important to him. So he, he will well, probably have a more fun to do. Um, it might be fun to do a retro beer night some night and just pick up a few of the ones. You know, Paps is doing quite a few. Old Tankard and Stroh's has a few out. And Lucky Lager, and um, so 
that might be a fun little episode to do. Yeah, why not? Sure. All right. Well, that's about all uh, for the beer news. Um, let's go around around two. At least uh, Doug and I have one more beer each, and uh, I'm real excited to hear about Doug's because uh, I have sampled a few of his uh, homebrews brewed with these ops. And uh, uh, which one are you going to be tasting, Doug? This one is called uh, "Don't Ask Your" or "Go Ask Your Mother." It's a uh, black IPA with uh, all New Zealand hops. Um, this particular one is coming in right around 7%. Um, it is a um, uh, black, and there's uh, there's rice in it also. So what I used to do it before, it was my black drippa. Um, but I've since toned the alcohol level down in a little bit to make it more of a single. And um, I think it's come out quite nice this time. It's... Uh, uh, Cassetta Black IPA. It's got a real, uh, horse real, real dark. Um, it's somewhat opaque. You can, you can see some light through it, so it's not as black as a stout would be. Um, and then on the, uh, the nose, you get a lot of roastedness, uh, from the malt. Um, but you also get a nice, uh, sort of floral and, uh, tropical fruit, uh, notes on it. You know, some mango, uh, I'd almost say like banana type, not quite banana, but that kind of ripe fruit, of course, with a, a uh, really nice foamy head on it. I think this particular bottle might have gotten a little overcarbonated. A um, couple of them towards the bottom of the keg didn't come out as good as the, the first ones. So I think this might have been, as they say, the bottom of the barrel. Um, but still very drinkable. And right up front, you get a, uh, a nice bitter punch followed by roasted malt. And uh, then by some pine and tropical, there's almost like a green jalapeno taste, but without heat. Not quite a pepper flavor, but it's there. You can you can catch it. Um, I caught it. I've had this uh, this beer has been judged. It went to the um, American Homebrews Association's national competition, where it took um, I think it scored a thirty thirty two point five. So I had a 32 and a 33 score on it, and um, some really good judging notes. It uh, qualified for a silver certificate uh, for that particular show, not a medal, but this beer is actually medaled before it uh, took a, um, a bronze in the um, uh, brewer, Boss uh, Brewing Club's uh, Charlie Orr Cup over in Illinois. Um, so it's so it's done well as far as judging goes too. Um, uh, I use uh, Dr. Rudy, which is also known as Super Alpha Hops. Those are bittering. Those are somewhere in the 20 range on alpha units, which is really bitter. And then I finish it with uh, Matuika and Kohatu Hops, and those both are known for having tropical uh, fruit notes. Uh, Citrus, orange, mango, peach. So those are those are the finishing hops. They get dry hopped with that, and um, yeah, here we go. I like this beer, which is why I've continued making it. It started out life as a double IPA, uh, and I turned it into a black IPA. So I just sort of stumbled upon these hops at a brew, small brew shop in Central Michigan and Midland, and uh, started experimenting with them. And this is a concoction I came up with. Well, certainly, uh, congratulations for the high marks on that one. And, 
I can remember in many brew club meetings, uh, uh, people attempting to brew a black IPA, and it's a very difficult style to brew a good one of. So even more kudos to you for being able to brew a good one. And even, you know, even though it evolved as something different, you uh, have tweaked it to become what it is, and uh, my hat's off to you, man. I remember trying this, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Black IPA is kind of a style that uh, peaked a few years ago, and it's kind of fallen off the radar. But uh, when you get a good one, man, it's really nice to get, uh, you know, that nice hop flavor and a little bit of roastiness and a darker beer. So good job, and uh, thanks for sharing that with us. So uh, any other comments before I go for the grand finale here? So I wish uh, I'd been able to... Uh, I did go to another brewery in the area called Pueblo Vida, but I don't believe any of their the beers I picked up uh, had any of these hops in it, so I wasn't able to do that. But perhaps a few episodes we'll get to try something from Pueblo Vida. But it's uh it's going to stay the Tombstone show for today because the only other beer I could find in time for the show is their double IPA. So it's the same exact beer I just reviewed, only a little bit more alcohol. So this one I have saved to open in real time. I'm pouring it. It does have a little bit of a, a, a different color, a slightly different, maybe a little bit more yellow. The other one more like a yellowish brown. Um, probably didn't do the greatest job pouring because I got about three fingers of head here, so I'm going to just let it level off. So I can't read from the can because it's the exact same words, only uh, so there's an eight point. 5% versus 7.1, so a little bit more alcohol. I'll hold this up so the other guys can see. A little bit more, uh, this is more of a yellow than a yellowish brown. Let's just see, uh, I'm just going to dive right into this. Even though there's a lot of foam, I'll have a little white mustache. You know, I really, I struggle to to find like any more alcohol than the other one. There's no alcohol burn at all in this. You know, it's all about the hops and it's all about that white wine. This this I think accents the white wine even more, maybe because of the alcohol content. Maybe it makes it a little bit more like wine. Whereas the other one was uh, I had had a little bit more feature of the fruit. This one is is more of the Nelson Sauvignon, that white wine. Uh, uh, yeah, you still get a little bit of the passion fruit, but uh, I think that the additional alcohol in here uh, highlights, you know, the Nelson Sauvignon more than the Galaxy. So if you're a Galaxy fan, you'd probably prefer the the regular IPA, and if you are a Nelson Sauvignon, or you like a little bit more kick in your beer, you will like the Dipa. So they're both fantastic beers. Um, I'm glad I got to taste these back to back because um, I'm surprised that there is a noticeable difference. I just expected them to taste pretty much the same with maybe a little bit more of a kick in this one. And I'm not detecting a kick, but I am definitely getting a different flavor profile uh, that accents those Nelson's Salvine, uh, more of a, a wine characteristic. But it's a lovely beer. And I, I actually uh, really love Galaxy Hop, so you know, I love both of these beers. You know, it's kind of like when people ask me who my favorite, I have two sons, and I'm like, I love them both. And that's how I feel about these beers. They're both a little bit different, but uh, both world-class beers. And uh, 
thanks to the guys at Tombstone, uh, uh, Weedy, the head brewer there, is doing a great job and just want to take my hat off to him for continuing to produce fine quality brews. And I will continue going there and patronizing. Great brewery and happy to have them in my backyard. So, yes. all right. Well, that about wraps everything up. Anybody have anything, final comments to add? How's the weather back in Michigan? Still wow. wet? Beautiful 50 degrees. Well, I was, it's going to be 70 tomorrow. A little bit of rain, but yeah, a little bit wet. We, we could dry out for a while and I wouldn't complain. So, how's the golf course? It's uh yeah, it's wet. <laughs> needs need some dry out time, but that's all right. We'll we'll get there. All right. Well, seventy five high here, forty five low tomorrow. So a little bit. That's a cold. That's a cold front here for us. Ooh, yeah, um, we feel you. Steve's got that great California weather too. So well, yeah, I miss. We've been in the low seventies. Nothing too crazy. I really miss my Michigan beer buddies and my Michigan beers, but I do not miss the Michigan weather. Uh, Arizona has been kind to me in that in that area. All right, well that that about does it. So uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, Chris will be happy to know that next week's episode is his baby, the lawnmower beers episode. So as the hot weather is coming, hopefully it'll be nice and hot Michigan weather next next week when we record. So, uh, look forward to, uh, finding some good, tasty lawnmower beers. <laughs> what was that, uh, that beer from Detroit that came back? That might be a lawnmower beer, couldn't it be? Oh, there you go. All yeah. these. Yeah, maybe we can knock that out there. Uncle Pete, if you're listening, there's a hint. All right, everybody. Well, I, I would like to say before we go to Mexico City, I did actually cross the border today. Only because I went to the duty free and was able to buy a one liter bottle of Bombay Sapphire for twelve dollars tax no tax. So I did have to make the walk of shame across the border and come back to be able to legally purchase that. But so in, uh, on that note, as they say in old Mexico City, A M F ChristopherMedia.net. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ChristopherMedia.net. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for listening, and thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.
visiting ChristopherMedia.net.